We begin on Daf Membeis on Medalef, where it says Amar Yitzchak, about uh, ten lines from the top. Before the Gemara brought from Rabbi Yitzchak regarding two lishaynes, which are the two threads that are used, the red threads that are used by Paraduma and Sar Mishdaleach, and he said they stayed lishaynes Shamaiti, and he didn't know which one was what. So there's a similar statement from Rabbi Yitzchak regarding Shechita. Also regarding the Shechita of the Paraduma and the Shechita of the Par of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. I heard about two shchites, one is of the para aduma, and one is of the par of the kohen gadol on yom kippur. One of them is kosher if it's done even with a zar, and one of them will be possible if it's done by a zar. And I don't know which one is which, which one is kosher and which one is possible. So about this, we learned the Machlekes. Itmer, Machlekes is, Shechitas para u parai, to shech the para duma, and to shech the par of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. Rav Shmuel, Rav Shmuel argued about this. Chadomar, para psula, one opinion is that by the para duma, Fazar shech said it's possible, parai kshayra. But by the par on Yom Kippur, if someone besides the Kohen Gadol shech said, Azar shech said, it'll be kosher. Chadamar, another one said, no, paroi psula. The of on Yom Kippur, if someone else shecht it, it will be possible. Para kshayra. But by the paraduma, if a czar shechts it, then it's going to be kosher. That's the argument here. The Gemara will now explain this machloikis, but first it'll prove what Rav's opinion is. The stayim, that will bring you a raya, the Rav with the Omar, the Rav is one that says, para psula, that it's the paraduma, if a czar shechts it, it will be possible. Since Rab Zayde said, Shechitas para bizar psula, by the para duma of azar, Shechitzit, it'll be possible. Omar Rav Allah, and Rav said on this, regarding this halacha, that if azar Shechitzit para duma, it's possible, what's the source for this? Because Elazar v'chuka shaninuba. Because by the para duma, it says, Elazar, that it's Elazar Akayin that does it, and then it says Chukka. This is the law, meaning that this is the way it must be done, as Rashi brings the Psukim, and Asata Moisel Elazar Akayin, and then it says Zois Chukka Satayre. So it has to be done by Akayin, like Elazar. So now the question is, Virav, so according to Rav's opinion that we have this source in the Pasik by Paraduma, and therefore the Kayin must do it. So what's the difference from the para? There it says Allah and chuka, and therefore must be done through a kayin. nami. So by the para yim kipper, it also says arain vechuka. So it also says over there arain that arain is the one that does it. As Rashi brings the pasuk of a hikriv arain as parachatas ashaloi and chuka. It also says chuka meaning that it, this is the law, this is the way it must be done. So why don't I apply the same exact thing over here, on Yom Kippur? So the Gemara answer is, No, on the Shechita of the Par on Yom Kippur, does not have to be done through a Kayin, because Shechita is not an Aveda, so it doesn't require a Kayin. He has a very long thesis here, a fundamental thesis regarding this subject, that Shechita is not an Aveda, and thesis explains what's the source of this, what's this, the reason that Shechita is not an Aveda, so usually Rashi says the reason is because it's Kshayda Bizar. But over here we're actually discussing this itself. Is it Kasha Bizar or not? And that's based on whether Shita is an Aveda or not. Not the other way around, but because it's Kshayda Bizar, therefore it's not an Aveda. 
So Taisus over here says that because Shechita is an Aveda, is something, not an Aveda, but it's something that's done even by Chulin, when you have to eat and you shecht an animal, so we can see that the Shechita is not specific for Kachim, therefore it's not an Aveda. Or another Pshat Taisus brings, we know that Shechita could be done, we had the example before, even by a Kayin standing outside the Azada with a long knife, sticking it into the Azada, the Shechita is Kasha. So we see that the Kayin doesn't have to stand inside the Azada, so it's not an Aveda. Taisus continues, according to Rashi, some other opinions here. So the point is, that Shechita is not considered an Aveda, so therefore by the Par on, on uh, Yom Kippur, it could be done through Azar. But the Gemara asks the question, if so, Yochi Paranami, say the same exact thing regarding the Par Aduma, that it's not an Aveda, so it could be done through anybody, even Azar. But the, so the Gemara says, no, Shani, Para, Para is a different story. The Kotche Bedekabayasi, the Par Aduma is Kotchem of Bedekabayas, meaning Karbonis, are kachim that have kedushas aguf. The actual body is is kodesh. Kachim of bedekabayis. It's only the value, the money, the domin, which is kodesh. That's the status of a paraduma, and therefore, it's not something which there's any concept of aveda shayich there. You can't come and say because it is aveda or not aveda. That's why it does or doesn't require a kain gadol. That's only a logic that could be used regarding a carbon, which is a kedushas aguf. So if it, if it's an aveda, it requires a kain gadol or a kain. Shechita, which is not an Aveda, does not require a Kayin. But regarding a Paraduma, which is only Kedusha's Domin, and it's a Kachi Bedekabayis, this logic does not apply at all. But the Gemara doesn't accept this. The Gemara says, but Valav called the Kainu. Don't you think it's a, it's a Kol Shekain, that it should be even more so allowed for Azar to do it? If when it comes to a carbon that has a Kedusha on the very body itself, as a full Kedusha, nevertheless, by the Shechita, it can be done through a Zar. So when it comes to the Paraduma, which in the first place, it's only a Kachim of Bedek it's only the value of it, which is Kadesh, for sure, the Shechita should be allowed to be done through anybody not a Kayin. says, that what we learn out, the Shechita of Paraduma from, we learn it out from Maris Negoyim, the Lav Avaidihi, when it comes to seeing a Nega. Who could see a Nega? Only a Kayin. That's not an Avaida. Or by a Kohona. And it has to be done through a Kayin. So therefore, we learn out the Shechita of the Paraduma from Negoyim and not from the Shechita of the Par in the Beis Amikdash and Yom Kippur. And as the Mepharshim say, the reason is because it's more similar to Maris Negoyim than it is to the Shechita of the Par on Yom Kippur. Shechita of the Par of Yom Kippur is a carbon. It has Kedushas Aguf. The Shechita of the Par Aduma only has Kedushas Domim, only Kedusha of its value, of its money. So therefore, in that sense, it's more similar to the action of a Kayin regarding Maris Negoyim, which requires a Kayin. And therefore, we learn from there that the Shechita of Par Aduma has to be done through a Kayin. So this is the explanation of Rav's opinion. Shmuel, the Omar, and according to Shmuel, that says, Paroi Psula, that note, it's the other way around, by the Par on Yom Kippur, that's possible if it's done through a Zor. And only the, the Para Duma will be kosher if it's done through a Zor. So, what's the difference between them? Why? By the Par of the Kayin, Godel, the Chsiv, Arain, Vachukka. The Titus says, Arain and Chukka. Which would mean that Aaron has to do it, Akayin has to do it, and Chukka, this is the law, it must be done this way. That's why it's possible if Azar does it. So Paranami say the same thing regarding a Paraduma, Haksev, Elazar, Vachukka. There it also says that Elazar is the one that does it, and it says in the title Chukka. So the Gemara explains the difference according to Shmuel. 
Shani Hasam, by Parah, Duma, it's different. The Chsev, because the Pasuk says, V'shachat Oisa Lefonov. That the Parah, Duma, will be shachted in front of him. It's speaking about Allah Zarakayin. It'll be shachted in front of Allah Zarakayin. So what does this Pasuk sound like it's saying? Shihei Zar Shaykhet. It's a Zar that's doing the Shechita. Ve'elazar Raya. And Elazar is only there to see. It's being done in front of him. It doesn't say that he shechts it. It's being done in front of him. So I see that the Shechita of the Paraduma does not have to be through a Kayan. Rav. And how does Rav interpret this Pasek? Really it means, no. V'shochat Taisa refers to Elazar himself. He's the one that shechts it. So then why does it say lift fun up in front of him? What it means is, Shalayasiyach Daita Mimeno. That when he shechts, when he does the Avedis of the Paradume, he's not allowed to take his mind off it to be sure that it doesn't become Tomei or any of anything else. That's what we learn out from here. Not to be Masiyach Das from the Paradume. Shmuel, and Shmuel that does not learn from here this halacha of not being Masiyach Das. From where does he know that one should not take his mind off the Paradume? The answer is, we learn this out. We learn it out from this that it says that you have to burn the para le'enov, has to be burnt in front of the Kayin uh, Gadol, or the Kayin, or the Lazar. So from here, from this Pasuk, you see that the burning should be done in front of him, meaning that he should pay attention to it and not be Masih Das. So if by the burning it says so, that he shouldn't, pay, that he shouldn't take his mind off it, we know that this applies also to the shechita that he shouldn't take his mind off of it. That's where we learn it out. Rav, now Rav says, we have these two psukim here, chad b'shechita. The pasuk of Lefonov is teaching me that he shouldn't be Masih das regarding shechita. The chad b'shreife. And the pasuk by Vesara Vesapara is telling me that when he burned the, the, the paraduma, he shouldn't take his eyes, he doesn't, shouldn't take his mind off of it. And according to Rav's opinion, you need two psukim to tell me for both of these Avedis that it shouldn't be Masih Das. If the title would only say by Shechite that it shouldn't be Masih Das, I would say Shechite maybe is more important. That's the beginning of the Aveda, the very first thing done with the Paraduma. Burning it, which comes at the end, maybe that's not as important, so it's not necessary, you can take your mind off of it. So therefore, it has to say it by the Sreife as well. And if the Torah would say, only regarding the Sreife, that you shouldn't be Masih Das, I would say maybe that's more important. Now is when it's becoming fit to be used for what it's intended to be as a paraduma, the ashes and the water that's going to be sprayed. So therefore, this is the most significant part of the paraduma. That's only the beginning, and therefore maybe there it's not as significant, so it's not so important to have someone that he shouldn't be Masih Das. Therefore, Tzricha, so therefore, in the Korin Terav, you need two psukim to tell me that he shouldn't take his mind off of it. So the Gemara says, The Tzricha says it by Shechita and by Tzricha. What does this come to exclude? Which part of what's done with the paraduma are you allowed to take your mind off of it? Taisus here asks the question, how do you know it comes to exclude anything? Maybe it's not excluding anything. And Taisus says, because there are two different psukim over here, one by shechita, one by sreife, so we see that you can't learn them out from one another, so we know that the Taisus is saying, dafke, these two that are significant, as the Gemara says, the beginning and the end, that, that's the ones that uh, shouldn't be masir das when you do that Aveda. But by the others, by the other Avedas, there has to be something else that is excluded here. So what is it that we exclude? So the Gemara says, 
If you're going to say it's coming to Bimemayit, it is excluding when you gather the, the ashes. Umiloi, as the Pasuk says, Rashi brings, you have to gather the ashes. Umiloi mayim, and you have to fill the water, you have to fill the water with the inside the ashes, likidush, to sanctify the ashes and mix them together. So is that what we're saying that then you don't have to have your mind in it? You can be Masiyah Das. You can't say so because Lemishmeres, Lemei, Nidaksif. Regarding these Avedis, it also says that it should be protected to be for the waters that's going to be used for Lemei Nida to spray to be Matai people. Elo, so rather, Lemo'ute, what this comes to exclude is Hashlachas, Eitz Erez, Ve'ez, Ve'ez, Throwing into the fire the, the Eitzeres and the Ezev and the, and the red thread, the Shnitelas, the Lavgu for the Poranino. It's not part of the body of the Poraduma, and those details could be done even over there, you could be Masiyah Das. The Gemara goes back now to the Machlaikis we had before between Rav and Shmuel regarding the Poraduma. Are you allowed to take him, are you allowed to have a Zor that is Shechting the Poraduma? Itmar, we learned that the same achleikas of Rav and Shmuel, other Amiroim argued about it as well. Shrita is part of Bizar, Ravami Yomakshayda, Ravami says it's kosher. Rav Yitzchak Navchomar, Psula, it'll be possible. Ule Omar Kshayda, Ule says that it's kosher. Vaomrilo, others said in Ule's name, Psula, that it'll be possible. Masav Rav Yishua Barabe, Lissiyue Lerav. So Rav Yishua Barabe, Asked a question on Shmuel's opinion, and he brought a raya to Rav's opinion from the following Braise. The Braise says as follows: I only know regarding the spraying of the waters, the final product of the paraduma, the waters, to spray it on a person that's tame, shank shaden kibish, that it's not kosher to do that hazor with a woman like it is with a man. Veng Shaden Elabayim, and it could only be done by day, the seventh, the third day, and the seventh day, it must be done by day. And Rashi brings the Pasik also that it says that it must be done. Uh, well, the Gemara later brings the Pasik, Rashi brings the Pasik where by the third day it says, Hu Yishata by Bayoim Ashlishi, and then Bayoim Ashvi has to be done on the third and seventh day. Minai in Leraba is Nahado, I know to learn out as well that Shechitasa, the Kabbalah's Dhamma, Shechting it, receiving the blood, Azoa's Dhamma, spraying the blood. You spray the blood towards the Kaidash uh, seven times towards the Besamikdash. Sreifasa and then burning it, and throwing in the Eitzeres and the Ezev and the Shnitelas into the fire. How do I know that all of these have to be done by day? So, as Rashi explains, that's the main focus of the Braisa. We're trying to figure out from where do we know that these must be done daytime. But we're not trying to figure out. The, how we know that it could be done only through a man and not through a woman. Because that, as Rashi points out, it clearly says there in the Pasik, a Lazar, Kayin, that it has to be done through an Ish and not an Isha. But the question is, from where do we know that all of these Avedis must be done during the day? Talmud Laimar, so the Pasik says by Paradume, Taira, Tairis, Zeis Chukasa Taira, meaning that there's one Taira, one Allah by all the Avedis that has to be done by day, just like the Hazor has to be done by Yom. I would think Shani Marbet, I should also include Afasifas Afro, gathering the ashes, and filling the water into the ashes and sanctifying it, that that also must be done by day. So now here the Pasik says, Zeis. The word Zeis says only this, only regarding what it says, day, it has to be done by day, but these things do not have to be done by day. 
But now the question is, Why? Because of the word Torah, so you're including all those things mentioned before the Shechita, the Kabbalah's Dome, and so on. And we're excluding these things over here, the Asifas Afra. Why are we excluding these? What's the difference between them? So the answer is, I see that the Torah writes the word Torah to be mad by others, to be just like the Hazor, that it's only by day. But also Mi'it, it wrote the word Zeis, to be Mema'it, that there are certain Avedis that are not uh, the same like the Hazor, and it uh, could be done at night as well. So now Omred, what you'll say is as follows. So I learn out all of them, all of the Avedis, from the Hazor, from when you spray the water. Just like when it comes to spraying the waters, it cannot be done through a woman like a man. And it could only be done daytime. So So therefore I, I only compare to the Hazor also the following things. All this whole list over here, I only compare these because it's similar to the Hazor of the water. Just like the Hazor, it could only be done with a man and not with a woman. And So therefore, I learn out from there also that it could only be done during the day. But who might see any, but I exclude from this, Asifas Pada, Milimayim, the Kiddush, gathering the ashes and filling the water and sanctifying it, that, that I do not learn out from here that it has to be done by day. Since it can be done with a woman just like a man, so it's not compared to the Hazar of the waters. So, so therefore it can be done by day and by night. So the detail the Gemara is going to focus on over here is, so the Gemara asks the question, so So what is the question here on Shmuel's opinion? So the thing that's relevant for us is, is the Shechita, right? We're discussing if the Shechita can be done through a Zor or not. So now is your question on Shmuel, Midipsulin Beisha. It said here in the Braise that the Shechita is possible if it's done through a woman. So Psulin Ami Bizar. So we're going to assume that that also means that it's possible if it's done through Azar. Not like what Shmuel said, that the Shechit of a Paraduma could be done through Azar. Azar. So the Gemara says, no, not necessarily is there any comparison there. You can look, look at what it says by Hazar of the water. So that should prove to you. It can't be done through a woman. Only a Lazar, only a, a, a Ish could do it. But a Kshedim Bazar. But... It, it could be done through a Zod. Over there, actually, it does not say a Lazar and Kayin, sorry, but it does say the term Ish. It has to be done specifically through a man. Right? So Rashi brings the Pasuk, So it says Ish. So Hazar is an example. That's the source from where we learned that everything. So Hazar is the example that it can't be done through a Isha, but it could be done through a Zod. So maybe Shechita is the same thing. Maybe Shechita, as it said in the Braise, can't be done through an Isha, but it still can be done like through a Zar, like Shmuel's opinion. So the Gemara says, no. This was the question over here that Rabbi Shua Bar Abba asked on Shmuel. Isha, my time, what's the reason why an Isha can't do the Shechita? Right? We said before in the Braise, we know that an Isha can't do the Shechita of the Paraduma. From where do we know? Rashi here says, all the other Avedis that are mentioned in the Braise, receiving the blood, spraying the blood, and everything else, everything else mentioned there, 
there's no question of how we know Aisha can't do it. The Pasuk clearly says, and then it says, again, so we know for sure that only a man can do it. But by the Shechita, it doesn't clearly say, it doesn't clearly say that Allah is doing the Shechita. So how do we know that by the Shechita it's a Lazar and not an Isha? So the answer is, because no, we say that by the Shechita as well, when the Torah writes Lazar, it means that Allah did the Shechita and not a Isha. Right? That was the discussion that the Gemara had on Amar Aleph. It says Allah there in the Pasik, but then it actually says, So it's not clear who's exactly the one that's Shechting it. So Rav interpreted that Pasik, means Allah is the one that's Shechting it. Right? So from there we know that Allah does it and not a Isha. So if that's your source to exclude an Isha, Zar Nami, Zar. If so, I should learn out from the same Pasik that a Lazar, a Kayan has to do it, and not a Zar. So therefore this is a refutation to Shmuel's opinion that a Zar could do the Shechita. Omar now Ullah says, now Ullah here is going to focus on all the Psukim basically, that are written there regarding Pada Aduma. He goes through most of the Psukim and the Halachas by Pada Aduma, and he explains them. You look at the entire parasha of Pada Duma, Mashma, Moitzi Miyad Mashma. Some psukim seem like that they are actually uprooting from what would, it would seem from a previous pasik. Right? That's what it means. Moitzi Miyad Mashma. It takes out from what it would seem in a previous pasik. For example, if a previous pasik, it would seem like it's saying that one thing would be kosher. In another pasik, it seems like it's, it's, it's puzzle or vice versa. So that's sometimes in the parasha that needs to be explained. And then there are other things in the Pasik that are mashma like the status quo of what, what, what it was written in the previous Pasik. And he starts from pretty much at the beginning of the Pasha in Pasik Gimel and going through the Pasha of what we learn out from the Pesukim. So it says there in the Pasik that you give the Paraduma to the hands to Allah Zarakayin. So it says Oisa. What do we learn out from Oisa? Oisa. Only this paraduma, the first one, is given to Allah. But not in future generations. Only the first generation has to be done through Allah, which was the Zgan Kayan. But in the future generations, it does not require a Zgan Kayan Gadl. Now there are two interpretations of what this means. So who could do it? So those that said that what this means is In future generations, the Kayan Gadl himself actually has to do it. Vekadamri and others say, no, you don't require this Gan Kayan Gadl, so who does it? The Kayan Adyat is the one that does it. So now the Gemara asks, that in all future generations the Kayan Adyat is the one that can do it. Shaper, we understand that. If it doesn't have to be this Gan, so from what would be the source to require a Kayan Gadl? So any Kayan can do it. But the Mandama that says that in all future generations it must be the Kayan Gadl himself, Minale. For where do we know to say this Chiddush, that if it's not this Gan Kayan Gadol, so we go up to the, that it must be the Kayan Gadol himself? The answer is, Gomar Chuka Chuka Miyayim Akipurim. We learn out, Chuka Chuka, the Gzayi Shavah, from what it says here, Chuka, to what it says by Yom Kippur, that it has to be done through the Kayan Gadol himself. Continuing further in that Pasuk, so it says, that he should take it out, he should take out the paraduma from the base of Mikdash outside, where they're going to shecht it. So we learn from this, it says, it, you take it out, do not take another one along with it. As it says in the Mishnah, if the para is not interested in going out, 
So how do you take it out? How do you bring it out? You're not allowed to take it out together with another pada, a black pada, that it should follow, go along with it. Why? Because then people will say that, oh, it was the black pada that was shechted, not the red one. You also can't take with it another paraduma. So people shouldn't say that you shechted two together at the same time. And as Rashi here brings, the problem of shechting two at the same time is when you shecht the paraduma, you're not allowed to do any other aveda. When you isik all the things that you do with the paraduma from the beginning till the end, you're not allowed to be busy with any other malacha. So you can't shecht another one along with it. So people shouldn't say that you shechted another one as lo- as, along with it. That's why you're not allowed to take them out together. Rabbi Yoyme, Rabbi says, This is not the reason, because people are going to think and say, The Torah says, You have to take out the Pada Duma alone, only it alone, not any other one. Gemara asks, Now the Tanakama, But according to the Tanakama, what does he do with the fact that it says Isa? Why doesn't he dash in this word Isa to teach me that it has to be taken out alone? Why did he give these reasons? It says the Gemara, Man Tanakama, who's the Tanakama? Rab Shimini. It's Rab Shimin, the Darish, Taime the Kra. Rab Shimin always in Shas, whenever the Gitaira says a halacha, he looks and explains the halacha according to the reason of that halacha. And the same here, he dashes the word Isa, but he's explaining the reason of the Pasik, so people shouldn't say, and so on. My Benayu. What's the, what would be a difference between Rab Shimon and the Tanakame if they both hold that you're not allowed to take it out, whether you have a reason, whether you don't have a reason, so what would be a difference between them? The difference would be the Apik Chamoir Ba'ado. You take out the Paraduma along with a donkey. Would that be a problem? According to the Tanakame, which is Rab Shimon, so there's the issue people are going to say that you shechted the black one or that you shechted the other red one. People are not going to say that over here. A chamayr is not going to be shechted. A chamayr is not, is, people won't make that mistake. But according to Rebbe that says that the Torah says, Oysa, that it has to be taken out alone and we don't know the reason. So then even together with a chamayr, it's also going to be an issue. That's the difference between Rabshimin and Rebbe.